Welcome to episode five. I am truly excited. Just got out of an awesome morning session with God and he's poured a rim of word into me today to give to you again. Welcome podcasters to episode five. The title of today's message is spiritual food. The title of today's message again is spiritual food. I'll be coming from Matthew 4 and 4. I'm going to hit you with a quick positive message on today. Hopefully it'll take you through your day today and you'll be able to give it to someone else. I'll be coming quickly from Matthew 4 and 4. This is how Matthew 4 and 4 reads. It says, it is written, man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Man shall not live by bread alone. Doesn't that sound good? But from every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Just a quick backdrop. So right now that scripture is kind of marinating in my spirit as I was meditating on it this morning. Um, this scripture is kind of uh, taking place when Satan tempts Jesus while he's in the wilderness. So what happens is that the Holy Spirit leads Jesus out into the wilderness for about 40 days and 40 nights. And of course, we know the story where um, he's hungry. Of course, he hasn't eaten. He's been out there and he's dealing basically with his flesh because this time he's actually he, he's in the earthly realm. He's 100 percent man. He's 100 percent God. But imagine being out in the wilderness during this time and you haven't eaten in 40 days I can barely go eating for a few hours let alone 40 days and 40 nights but keep in mind I said the Holy Spirit is the one who led him there and at this point in time the devil shows up on the scene to tempt him because of course he's the son of God and what he says to him he says if you are the son of God change these stones into loaves of bread and the way that Jesus responds to him is he says, you know, it is written that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of the father. And the way that I want you to think about this on today and to lay this blueprint over your lives is that human beings, we're we're made up of needing basic needs met in our lives. And we're even taught it in school. I can remember studying in college when I was getting my undergrad, which was in sociology, we were taught Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And Maslow's hierarchy of needs states that um, our basic needs must be met before anything else can be met. That's why when we go out and we minister in the community, most churches will try to meet someone's basic needs. If a person is homeless and um, they're on the streets and they're hungry, we first try to minister to their basic needs and then while we're ministering to their basic needs meaning that we're trying to give them food and um, feed them then we start ministering them the word of God and that's why you see them set up uh, the tables we start giving them food and then after we give them their food then someone is there preaching alongside and ministering them the word of God because it's believed from Abraham Maslow's hierarchy of needs is the, that bottom need first must be met, which is it consists of the need of safety, food, water, and shelter. Once those basic needs are met, then a person can then be ministered to on a higher level. 
Now, taking that into consideration, uh, that is speaking to a person's natural man. Now, the natural man is the flesh. And I'm going to say on today, I'm going to go just a little bit deep for my podcasters saying that a man is a triune being, meaning that he's made up of spirit, soul and body, just like we have the Trinity. So without us going too deep, because we this is not a Sunday session, man is a triune being. And that can be found in First Thessalonians First Thessalonians 5 and 23, meaning that you're made up of spirit, soul, and body. Now, I would agree and say, yes, our Maslow's hierarchy and needs um, is a proven theory that the body, the flesh, it needs to be ministered to. Um, and we've been doing it for year, years. But at the same time, the spirit man must be ministered to as well. And that's what is happening here. And I want you to, to take a leap with me. What's happening here on the mount with uh, Satan tempting Jesus. He's, he finds out that his flesh is weak. It's at a weak state. And we find ourselves at a weak state all the time when we're being tempted and Satan comes to attack attack us when we're at our weakest point. You know how you'll say, you know what? Why now, God? Why is this situation happening now? But what should be what should be happening or what we should be asking ourselves is, why am I not prayed up and fast up all the time because your spirit man should always be in a place where you're feeding it. So that when Satan does come to tempt you, the spirit man should always be in a place where it's strong anyways, because just like you feed in your natural man on a day to day basis, like you get up, you feed it breakfast, lunch and dinner consistently. I look out and I see people, I mean, they meal prep, they do all these different things. They meal prep, they go to GNC, they get their vitamins. I mean, look at it. People broke out with the this virus going on. They made sure they had that elderberry. They had they was on the internet searching up all types of concoctions they could do at home during this sheltered in process to make sure that they were well. But the flip coin to that is during the sheltered in process you should be also making sure that your spirit is well every day the same way that you making sure that your uh flesh is well every day because the reality of the matter is that your flesh is clay and when all things are plashed um uh cast away and, and done away your your spirit man because we're triune beings your spirit your soul and your body your soul is what's going to be taken care of and and that's really what we're concerned about that's why when we go out and we minister to people we're trying to save what souls we go out and, and we say hey we're saving souls for what christ you don't say i'm saving flesh for Christ or I'm saving bodies for Christ we say we're saving souls for Christ we say we would have it that no soul should perish so uh, I need you to get that on today and I know you're like dang this is kind of this kind of different this kind of deep yeah it is kind of different because I'm I'm half I'm preaching to you in a way that you will understand that all these basic principles concepts and things that you've been learning in church this terminology that it begins to take root and it begins to make sense to you that the word salvation is not so big that you can't grab it and t- t- make it 
uh, makes sense to you. And that concept can become a day-to-day -day application over your life. And remember, I said to you that these scriptures, they have to be able to become life applications. If, if you're not doing the word, it's just something that's, it's like a Bible sitting in a in the corner in your house, collecting a bunch of dust. And, and what, what use is that to us? That's not why our savior died for us. He died that we would have everlasting life. The Lord gave his last son for us so that we could enter in. Why not enter in knowing that you have a, a big crown, a big reward that you've done the best that you could do on earth. But the only way you're going to be able to do the best that you can do on earth is if you know the scriptures. You have to be able to study to show yourself approved. The only way you can study to show yourself approved, you have to open up your Bible. You have to get in your word. You have to work your scriptures the same way that you went to school you went from class to class bells rang teachers taught you concepts you learned the concepts then you went to apply the concepts and that's what I'm trying to teach you on today I'm not trying to uh Bible bash you. I'm not trying to make you feel like you don't know enough I'm trying to take a moment in time spend some quality time with you one-on-one -on -one with you through this podcast to break it down slower take one scripture take the backdrop of that scripture so that you're able to learn it and say you know what i never thought of it like that mrs colorful day i never thought of it like that okay so that's what that's what that meant so let oh okay i'm gonna do that this week so so back to our scripture our scripture was it is written Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. And I was saying we were triune beings found in 1 Thessalonians 5 and 23. We're made of spirit, soul and body. And our title today was spiritual food. The concept is that if we are made of spirit and we're made of flesh, wouldn't it only be smart to feed them both? And if we are feeding them both, then it's only smart to say, if I only feed one, one's going to be stronger than the other. And you say, oh, okay. So what are you saying? I'm saying, if you choose not to feed your spirit, man, and you only feed your flesh, then your flesh is going to be stronger than your spirit, man. Period. No matter how you look at it, no matter how you cut it, you can, there's nothing to argue on this point. If, if you get up every day and I know you said, how do we go from food to flesh to spirit? Yeah, I did that. I did it just like that because that's just how the word of God is. That's how revelation is. It goes boom, 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 boom. I did it just like that. Yes. Whichever man you feed the most is going to be stronger. If you get up in the morning. And I watch TV all day and I'm watching garbage. Say let, law and order. I'm watching law and order all day. Dun, dun, dun. All day. Dun, dun, dun. All this drama feeding in my spirit over and over and over again. And for those of you who don't know dun, 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 what that is, that's the law and order song over and over again. I'm watching all this drama and it's going in my spirit and going in my spirit. When I get up, and something happens in real world that symbolizes that I'm going to have a dun, dun, dun response to it. When if I was reading the word 
and something happens in real life, I would have more of a word response to it because that's what's going in my spirit all day. And that's just the reality of it. No different than someone who reads books. Cause some people say, well, you know, I don't watch TV. I'm a, um, I'm a book reader. I read books, you know, that she's not talking to me. Well, for the book readers, some people read books, but they read garbage books all day. And guess what your response is going to be? You're going to think that you're the character in the book. I've done that too, where I've found myself reading too many books all day. And sometimes it's not even garbage can books. There are books that are optimistic, but they have no root in the word of God. Because remember, you're a, you're a spirit being. You're a spirit being that was made to worship. See, this is the key. You were made to worship. And if you're, if you don't, everybody's going to worship something because you were made to worship. You're going to worship something. Somehow your spirit's going to figure out something to worship because that's what you were created to do. Period. So without going too deep, this week, I want you to stop for a minute. Look at how you respond to situations. This is a quick what we call check on learning. Look at how you respond to situations. The way you know if you're in balance or not is when something happens and I guarantee you because you just had a lesson on it. Something will happen that will have a check in your spirit. And if the if it's pressure will be applied to you on this week. And when that pressure comes, something from the word of God should bubble out of your spirit as a response and how you should respond to it. If that doesn't bubble out of your spirit as a response and that that something should be some type of principles, how you should respond to it. Say someone cuts you off on the road. The, the response should be, you know what, that's no big deal. And, and, and when I say pressures apply, the way that it's applied is you're going to be running late for work, something random. That's how God does. Because he wants to give you a check on learning. You'll be running late for work or uh, maybe you paid the bill on time, but it didn't get there. And then you call and then the person has an attitude on the phone. And he wants to get a check on learning on your attitude, but he's going to apply that pressure to see how you respond in the situation. The person keeps cutting you off on the phone and he wants to see, do you have the fruits of the spirit? Something's going to happen to see how you respond, but it's going to seem as if it's contrary. And then we'll see how you respond. Now, if you go off and you find yourself over on the whole nother side of the fence, then we know dun, 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 you've been watching too much law and order or you've been doing too much of feeding your flesh, vice feeding your spiritual man. And now you need to come into balance and there ain't no need to feel guilty. There's no need to blame anybody. I'm just saying now you need to come and bring yourself into balance with more devotional time, more meditation time. And, and I'm not saying this is a time for you to jump religious. When we go deeper with God, that's not a time to become religious. That's the time to form a true relationship with your father and forming a true relationship. This is where it becomes unique. It's different for everybody. 
Because sometimes forming a relationship is just going on your porch and getting still quiet time with him and just listening to what he has to say to you. That might be with a cup of tea, a cup of coffee, some juice, just quiet time. And then for some people that might just be journaling because he's been asking you to journal and you just haven't been able to get back to it. For some people, it might be painting. For some people, it might be coloring. Yes, adults color. For some people, it just might be uh, getting back into reading one devotion a day. Everybody is different. Some people, it might be reading uh, their word and getting super deep in there. But what I don't want you to do is I don't want you to compare to anybody else. Paul said comparing is not a good thing. You don't compare yourself with another brother or with another sister or with your mom or with your daddy or with your pastor or with whoever or with Fifi or whoever. You just want to do what God wants you to do. That's what a relationship is. It's an individual walk with God, you and him. And that's what makes it so awesome. It's just you and him on this walk. But again, so our title today was spiritual food. This is episode five. Our scriptures was Matthew four and four. And we were talking about being triune beings made up of spirit, soul and body and saying that we need spiritual food. And because we need that spiritual food, that is how Jesus was able to deal with Satan tempting him in the wilderness because Satan tried to tempt him telling him when he was at a weak point this tells us that we're going to come to these trials in our lives where we're at a weak point and this is not where you it was a coincidence or wow how did this happen to me because the word of God says to think it not strange when these fiery darts come our way think it not strange he was led in the wilderness by the Holy Spirit this was a setup. This was a setup. It says it. This is this is not something that Jasmine made up. Miss Colorful Day didn't make this up. The, the scripture says, then Jesus was led out into the wilderness by the Holy Spirit to be tempted. There will come a time where the, the you have to be tried because we need to see through the pressing to see what oil runs out of you. When we press you like we put grapes in a vet, I need to see what comes out of you. So when the pressing was pressed upon our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, what came out of him was this response. People need more than bread for life. They must feed on every word of God. That's what came out of him, the scriptures. So my question on today for you that I'm going to leave you with, will the same response come out of you when the pressure's on? Because when the pressure's on, that is when your true character comes out. And I guarantee you, if you live long enough, pressure and storms are going to come your way. That is how we find out your true character. Anybody can perform when no pressure is on. When anybody can tap dance on stage and look like sunshine when ain't no pressure is on. But when the pressure comes, how do you perform? Do you cut up? Do you cut people off? Do you have an attitude? Are you mad at everybody? Do you stop complimenting people? How do you perform?
That's what I want to know. And better yet, I want to correct that. I don't even want to say the word perform because that's sketchy. Because perform means you're putting on an act. It means you're putting on a role. It's almost like an actor or an actress. I want to know who are you when the pressure's on? Who are you when the pressure's on? And I'm going to close there. I'm going to pray us out. Lord, I ask that you bless every person that listened on today that's under the sound of my voice bless their homes god be a spirit of encouragement in their lives on today god give them financial freedom on today god i speak good health over them on today god and most of all allow them to come back god to be fed the word of god bless every follower god allow them to share god allow them to like god on today and most of all god we ask all of these things in your darling son, Jesus Christ's name. And again, for all my podcasters, I thank you personally for being loyal, for following, for coming back to listen to Mrs. Colorful Day. I hope to see you again on my next episode, which is episode six that I'll be putting out tomorrow. Blessings.